Siddur Snippet Series is sponsored by Dr. Robert and Judy Brooks in memory of her mother, my wife's grandmother, Edith Goldsmith, Esther Bas Yaakov. Kedusha Diyotzer, we've been learning the first Baruch HaBirchaz Krishma, and we're up to the words, Baruch Kvod Hashem, Mim Komo, blessed is the glory of Hashem, Mim Komo from His place. We last left off. What is Mim Komo? This sentence, this part of Kedusha, that we say several times a day, let alone a week or a year, many have been saying it for decades and decades and don't know what it means. Blessed is the glory of Hashem from His place. What does that mean? So the first explanation we offered is Mim Kamau. We use the name of Hashem of Makom to delineate when we feel distanced from Hashem. When we don't feel connected. We don't feel close. We don't necessarily feel His presence. Baruch HaMakom Baruch Hu introduces one of the sons, the Rasha. HaMakom Yenachem and so on and so forth. But I want to share with you an insight of the Maral on last week's Pasha. Today is Tuesday. You're still allowed to quote last week's Pasha. I'm Parshas Shmos, because just like it's not a coincidence when the Daf and the Parsha intersect, it's also not a coincidence when Siddur Snippets and the Parsha intersect. Everything is by design. So in last week's Parsha, when Hashem introduces Himself to Moshe, He does so specifically from a burning bush, a uh, really extraordinary phenomena that everyone else is walking by, but Moshe is sirely rose, He stops to see. And what He sees is, He sees that the bush is not being consumed. Parenthetically, some say, how do you know that grandchildren from the Torah are called an enakal? Hasne enenu ukal, enenu ukal is an enakal, something that doesn't uh, consume, doesn't disappear, never ends, a continuity, a third generation, enenu ukal. It's not a real parish, that's just something people say. Anyway, so hasne enenu ukal, what is this bush? Moshe's walking by and he sees it. Roses, violets, bugavilia, some magnificent floral arrangement, from what is God appearing to him? So Rashi says, undoubtedly you know this because you did Shnai Mikra last week, that Hashem speaks to Moshe from the bush, it's a thorn bush, it's a lowly thorn bush. You would never, your landscaper designer would never intentionally put it in your backyard. It's a, it's a thorn bush, it's a function of the wilderness. And why specifically a lowly thorn bush? Why not a magnificent, beautiful Floral arrangement. Mishum, because of a pasuk and telem, imo anochi b'tzara. Hashem says, Moshe, you're in such a low place, the Jewish people are suffering, they're struggling, they're oppressed, they're persecuted. I'm not going to appear to you from a magnificent, a magnificent flowers, magnificent landscape, but rather from a sneh, a lowly thorn bush, because this is a kiyam, a fulfillment of imo anochi b'tzara. So the Gurayah, the Maral of Prague, 16th century, in his commentary on Rashi, the Gurayah writes the following. What do you mean, God is with Moshe? The Rebona Shalom is with the Jewish people in a state of tzara. The Almighty, the Omnipotent, the Infinite, the All-Powerful. He's able to be in a state of tzara. He can be in a place of suffering. Says the Maral, God forbid to suggest or imply that in fact God could even put himself in a position as if he's suffering. What it means is, if the Jewish people were chained, then Hashem electively, Hashem voluntarily presents, demonstrates, as if He Himself is chained. Is He chained? Of course not. He's the omnipotent, infinite one. Kodesh Baruch Hu doesn't have a good mood, a happy mood, a sad mood. He's not free. He's not imprisoned. He is everything. So when He describes Himself, Imo Anochi B'tzara, by appearing from a snail, lowly thorn bush, it's not because, in fact, 
he actually intrinsically or inherently is in pain, but rather it's simply how he's demonstrating. So when the Jewish people are compromised, when we're struggling and suffering, the Rebona Shalom chooses to be that way as well, and therefore he's not Bashlemus. Because Baruch Hu's dominion over the world, the covet, the glory of Hashem is not at his height. People don't see it. And the Jewish people are deservedly or undeservedly accused and highlighted and focused on. And the Jewish people are struggling. Then Kodesh Baruch Hu is not Shalim. So Hashem appears to Moshe not from some magnificent landscape, but he appears from a lowly thorn bush to tell him, I'm with you. I feel your pain. And just as you're incomplete as you're going through this, the Jewish people, so too, while inherently, of course, I'm complete, I'm God, but I'm presenting as if I'm incomplete in order to align myself and to identify and to feel a sense of empathy with you. Why am I sharing this with you in Siddur snippets? It belongs in a Parsha Shir on Shmos last week. Listen how the Maharal ends. We live in the here and now. We live in the physical world. And when here and now in the physical world there's anti-Semitism, there's oppression, there's persecution, then Hashem feels our pain and presents Himself as if He too is in pain, corresponding with our reality and our experience in the here and now and in this world. Aval! But says the Maral, etzem kavodo. When it comes to His true glory, when it comes to His true essence, when it comes to His greatness, Baruch kavod Hashem mim komo. Rak hasher anu bochanim so says the Maral, you know what it means? Baruch Kvod Hashem Mim Komo. Says the Maral, incredible Yisod. An amazing principle. That Hashem appears to us based on where we are at. So when we're on top of the world, He appears to us on top of the world. And when we're beaten down, He climbs down in the pit to sit right next to us as if He too is imprisoned and shackled, as if He too has been sent to the pit. Hashem interacts with us according to the level that we're on. In essence, in truth, Baruch Kvod Hashem Mim Komo. Mim Komo, from His place, Baruch Kvod Hashem. When we glorify Him, when we relate to Him, when we think about Him, He's perfect, He's infinite, He's omnipotent. Mim Komo, from His place and His perspective, everything is right. But from our place, where we're at, at any given time, at any given moment, that's how He appears to us. And that's how he connects with us, and that's how he spends time with us. This is also the Gemara Megillah Chavtes. Wherever we were exiled, Hashem came with us. And the Gemara goes on. Each place we were exiled, every time we suffer, he suffers with us. Not because in his essence he's incomplete or suffering, that's impossible. He's God, he's omnipotent. From his place, it's all glory but he chooses to relate to us where we're at. He's a father, he's a loving parent. And therefore he doesn't come when we're low down and come in whistling and skipping. He climbs down with us, he sits on the floor with us, he cries with us. Imo Anochi Betzara is not in contradiction with Baruch Kvod Hashem,